I'm a go-getter. It's the Go-Getter Podcast with Jay Black. His goal is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself. Success is the only option. Go-Getter is all about mindset. My mindset is, since I'm here, why not be the greatest ever? And it's a win-win situation. Let's say I don't become the greatest ever. I'll become one of the greats. But it forces me to grind the greatness every day. And if you want to win that life, you got to grind the greatness every day. You deserve to live your best life. The world can sleep on you, but just make sure you don't sleep on you. So I love and believe in you, and I want to take you to that next level. Put your seatbelt on. Ride with me. I feel those three words coming. I'm excited. Yeah. So welcome to the Go Getter Podcast with Jay Black Ready or Not. It's about to go up. That's right. It's about to go up. Now, Go Getter. What's a Go Getter? I'm glad you asked. My logo sums up my message. One finger to the brain, one to the sky. With the right mindset, you go to the top. I put the red check next to the brain because everything starts with the mind and it takes blood, sweat, and tears to achieve goals. You're a Go Getter. I'm a Go Getter. Success is the only option. Everything about my guest today says success is the only option. Now, before I get into my guest, I got to talk about everything that's going on. So, we have the success is the only option school tour. That's right. I'm coming to you. So, definitely, national motivational speaker. That's me. I'm looking forward to not just talking to your students, but your staff. So, definitely go to jblackinspires.com. We're booking for 2022 now. Now, we also got the big event, the life-changing event, the second annual Success is the Only Option Teen Career Day. It's going to be February 19, 2022, but registration is open right now. Now, the goal for this event, we got space for 120 teens, so already we got about 40 registered, so make sure you go register. You do not want to miss this event. My mindset with this was, if we can get our teens excited about a goal, that would take themselves out of toxic situations. Because unfortunately, you know, we can't be with our kids all the time and we're not the only influence. Some of our kids don't even have parents. You know, I'm actually talking to a kid the other day. He actually stays with his grandmother. And his grandmother is doing all she can to actually just provide. So he barely sees her. So a lot of time in his hands. But we talked about goals and what he wanted to be when he got older. So him loving music, him loving sports, him talking about science class. That could actually keep him focused and really honoring what he wants to do would take him away from certain things and certain people. That's why I named my first book, Goals Give Direction, because the goal will bring discipline to your life. Because when you really commit to the goal, it's going to take certain time, certain sacrifices. So now you don't got the time. You know, winners buy you time. 24 hours in a day, 1,440 minutes in a day, 86,400 seconds in a day. Winners buy you time, and you need to value time. So with the Teen Career Day, I have a college presenter. I have the military coming. I have entrepreneurs and people in different fields, career paths, for they can see different career paths and start thinking about what they're doing to get older. So I'm really excited about that. Catered meal, got a guest coming from out of town. It's going to be crazy, so make sure you register for that. I do got to shout, shout out my mentoring program, Go Get It Academy, Young Kings and Young Queens. With that, we focus on goal setting, mental health, financial literacy, entrepreneurship, community service. So they actually been doing a great job. So a big shout out to all the Young Kings and Young Queens of Go Get It Academy. Now y'all asked about my hoodie. Oh, no, it's hoodie season. You know, so I got the success. It's the only option to go get a hoodie. Go to jblackaspires.com. Grab you a hoodie. Grab you a hat. Black Friday, I got the new go get a joggers dropping. I got them on now, but I'm not going to show you now. You got to wait. The Black Friday. And even when you sleep, and I want you thinking about your goals. That's right. I even got to go get a pillow. That's right. Because when you're sleeping, I want you thinking about your goals. 
That's right. You don't stop there. I got to go get his shoes to go to jblackesquires.com. Now, we almost to my guest. Now y'all looking at her like, yeah, she's beautiful. She's, yeah, she's an actress. We're going to get more into that in a second. But I got to ask y'all this question. Have y'all been doing the exercises? Now, y'all probably like the new viewers and listeners. What are the exercises? Well, as y'all all know, we live in a very cold, dark world, and people are quick to tell you what you can't do. But you look at the word can't, take the T off, it says can. You can't achieve whatever you put your mind to. You look at the word impossible, it says I'm possible. So this is a great mental exercise to start your day. So when you first wake up, I need three positive thoughts. I share a few of mine with you. Be the change you want to see in the world. Be a great husband. Be a great father. You can have more than three, but at least three. This is when you first wake up. Now, from there, you should be going to the restroom, brushing your teeth, washing your face. If not, we got a problem. But while you're in the restroom, look at that person you see in the mirror and say, I am great. I am a winner. Success is the only option. I want you to be the first person to speak life into yourself every single day. Now, to my guests. To my guests. So, before I even say her name, because I want her to say her name. I actually met her on the set of an upcoming movie, Workout Partners, but we're going to talk about that more in a minute, too. So, Cleveland, Ohio native, has worked both in front and behind the camera, and she's actually an award-winning uh, award short film co-produced that screened at Cannes, and she got a Best Actress nomination. Not just one nomination, nominations, plural. Okay, but she got her start in theater at age 11. Wow. And we definitely got to talk more about that. So, we're going to dump into it. Brittany, say what's up to the people. Hello, everyone. And I just want to say it's Cons. So, it's a, it's okay. a film festival in... It's called yeah, Cons. yes. Okay, yes. so we get it. So, it's called Cons. So, talk to us. Start there. Cons, the film festival. What is that all about? Um, well, it's, it's, have you ever heard of Sundance? Yes. So Sundance Film Festival, that film festival, it is a festival where people do their independent projects, present them there to try to either get distribution or funding for larger films. Okay. Um, so although acting is absolutely the main goal, my goal getter, you know, situation, right. um, back in the day, I kind of tapped into producing, which really helped me evolve and become a better actor because I also was able to see what the mechanics were behind the scenes and how it, how much it took to get a production to work. And I got to watch actors and go through the casting process. And yeah, so I don't produce anymore, but okay. I was dibbling and dabbling in it in a bit. Okay. So. so I want to press the rewind button and see if I'm saying this right. So, Ultimus Vinicius. Ultimus Vinificus. Vinificus, okay. Yes, yes. Okay, so let's talk about that experience. Now, this was the beginning. This was, well, the beginning was the Cosby show when I was watching Raven Simone. I was like, Mommy, I want to be her. Okay, but, okay. But uh, okay. that was like the beginning. Right. But at 11, that was my first professional production. And it was actually here in Cleveland. We performed it at the Cleveland Playhouse Theater. I cannot, unfortunately, remember the director's name, but I know it was through Tri-C. So that's okay. where the production was, and I was little, and I had lines, and I was so excited. And the Cleveland Playhouse Theater, I was on stage, that's and I good. just felt that instant gratification of the audience and being a different character, and I was like, yeah, this is, this is it. This is it. That's your it moment. Yeah. Now, with the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black, I'm big on goals, but the big thing about goals is process. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens overnight, and you got to oh. put the work in. So Lord. let's talk about right there, even at 11. <laughs> let's talk about that process. Did you, have to, you had to audition, right? I did have to audition, yes. Okay. So that, um, luckily, that was like, oh, okay, I got it. Huh, let me tell you. So years later, you don't always get things you audition for. So right. like he said, it is a process. And if you want something, I, I believe that people who 
quit are the ones that just, I mean, the people that fail are the people who just quit. Right. You know, so I'm not quitting. And if you never quit, you never fail. Woo, and right there, because this is something I'm big on, I say, because I don't believe in failure. I believe you either win or you learn. Mm -hmm. You know, so let's, let's stay there. And I want you to talk about the process. So when was the moment, you said 11, that was the if factor in the Cosby show. But once you start, how did you handle adversity when you start auditioning and not getting the roles? What was well, your... Right. Well, when I was 11, I was in Cleveland. Uh, unfortunately, the film market and everything, because I wanted to be on TV. Theater was my love and foundation, but I wanted to be on TV. Right. Um, I would, back then, we had phone books. I didn't have a phone yet. I don't think there were cell phones. Right, I don't even right. know if Google was, I'm right. aging myself. But I would <laughs> right. actually look in the phone book and, like, call places, like, hey. And then my mom, we moved to Florida. Okay. And so I'm like, back then, I think Nickelodeon and stuff would film right. their shows there. I was in the phone book calling people, like, I want to be on your show, not knowing, like, <laughs> just trying. So fast forward, 21, my mom made me go to college. Glad I did. Graduated and went to L.A. It's two weeks after graduation, wow. straight to L.A. Ooh. And back then, I was on being an extra. So I was okay. asking, like, how do I do this? What do I do? Oh, I need an agent. Okay, I need an agent. Fast forward to auditioning. The process is have fun in the room, leave it all there, and know what God has for you. It'll be yours. Right. That was hard early on because okay. I wanted everything, and I'll be right. so disappointed. The rejection was tough. But then I'd see things, okay, that wasn't for me. That wasn't for me. So, yeah. So how long was it for you to get develop that mindset? I still develop it now. Okay, Sometimes right. there's roles I really want, and I feel like it's mine, and I don't foresee the future, but then I understand, like, okay, well, that's not why, because this is what was in store for me, or that wasn't the path that, I, you know, so it, right. it's it's an everyday learning process, but if right. you want something so bad and you're so passionate about it, you won't quit. That's right, bottom line, bottom line. The people who quit don't make it in my industry. Bottom line. Yeah. So let's talk about the people in your industry, so who... We got Raven Simone. Who are some of your other um, influences? Well, now, I guess, I know we're now in this uh, influencer world, and mm. I'm, I don't like the title because I, okay. you know, I'm on Instagram and TikTok, and they call you an influencer. So, and I know this sounds cliche, I know where we're filming at, but mm -hmm. God has to be your influence, right? So I have people that encourage me or like I look up to or like, ooh, I want to craft myself after them, but you don't want to be just like one person, be yourself. Right. There's only one you, right? right. Um, but I'm always learning. So, I mean, and it's, I don't know, like I just watched the master class of Samuel Jackson. Mm -hmm. So that was just the first name that came to my head. And one of my acting teachers would tell me in auditions, oftentimes with self-tapes, you do two takes. And he would be like, do this, the Sam Jackson take. That's where you're just like angry, you're like, ah, like you're leaving it all out there. And then you have the other one, which is like mellow and that. So, okay. I don't know, when I'm on set, I, like in my head, I'm like, all right, let me give him this, the Sam Jackson. Okay. So, All right, great. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing that I think you hit it on, I believe, I believe too, definitely, God is definitely the foundation of everything. Mm -hmm. But you're talking about honoring your craft. You said you're always learning. I believe that life is a classroom. The question yeah. is, are you paying attention? And that approach with me just being, you know, I've been on stage since I was my mom. She writes, producing direct plays. Mm. So since I was younger, you know, I've always been on stage. I went to performing arts schools. Yeah. It was kind of dope the other day because my, my daughter goes to the same performing arts school I go to. Aww. She's in choir and everything, the same choirs and everything. So it's... So, so, yeah, back in the day, it's the same, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the same, but yeah. But I think... Um, well, you, you have to look at it like this, too, and with the, with the industry and the craft of acting. If you're a doctor, mm -hmm. do you just go perform surgery? No, you mm -hmm. have to go to school. You have to learn. You have to practice. And you have to keep going. I'm not going to want someone to operate on me that just decided yesterday they want right. to be a doctor. So with acting and a lot of younger people who ask me, how do I do acting classes? I mean, the greats, like Will Smith still... 
learns and trains. You have to continuously learn in, it, in every industry. So we keep talking about honoring your craft. You know, I think we're living in a microwave generation. Yes. Nobody wants to work hard. You got to work hard. You got to put in the work. So I think that's definitely powerful. So you're pretty much telling, leading to this next question, but I want you to give the people some principles that you live by. And I know you pretty much said one, mm -hmm. but what would you say um, some principles that you live by? Some principles. I guess I am trying to be a person of routine in my okay. old age. Uh, routine. She's not old. Now you see, look, y'all see her. So like, she is not old, and black don't crack. I feel old. I know y'all see Angela Bassett. Y'all know who Angela Bassett is? Google it. But she, you can you don't believe that age. All right, go ahead. But uh, <laughs> routine, especially now, I don't work a traditional nine to five. So mm -hmm. if you don't have some sort of routine, you kind of get, yeah, I don't know, like lost. So yeah, that's true. I'm big on meditating. Okay. Yoga exercise, eating well, prayer, reading my Bible, like those are things I try to do consistently on top of like my craft. Right. Something else, you don't want to idolize something you love to do. Hmm. Does that make sense? I just recently had down. to learn that. So you said, she said you don't want to idolize. Yes. Okay. So this was recently. Okay. So I was like obsessing and then you know, overacting, like, oh, I want to book something. I'm getting more auditions, so I'm, like, pumped. Like, right. these are the days I pray for. Like, God, what's going on? Why right. aren't I getting it? Right. So if I woke up in a day I didn't have an audition, I would be a little depressed. Hmm. And so I saw, I forgot who said this. Um, it was some, oh, she was in Black Panther, the okay. younger, the actress that plays the younger sister. She okay. took a break from acting because she was idolizing it. Hmm. Like, she would not be happy. If, you know, nothing else made her happy. Right. So I had to really adjust that. I mean, like, I have to still live. Like, a lot of actors, it's a saying, if you book, if you want to book a role, book a flight. Hmm. A great example, I'm going to Dubai later this month. Hmm. And just the other day, I got, it's called a veil for a show. Hmm. It films while I'm in Dubai. And the old Brittany would be like, oh, I'm not going on the trip. Now I'm like, what God has for me has for me. If this was supposed to be for me, it would not conflict with this trip that I already paid for. I want to see the world. That's something else I want to do that brings me happiness. Acting cannot be my only happiness. You cannot worship something you love to do. Okay. So that's That's powerful. That's a good perspective. So workout partners. <laughs> that's actually where I met her at. Workout partners. Yes. And shout out to my guy, Brian Barry. So yeah, it's kind of funny. And shout out to my guy, A minus. So, um... A minus booked me for a speaking engagement. And then from there, I guess, uh, he knew Brian, and Brian needed some child actors. You know, mm -hmm. I got a mentoring program. So I was able to actually uh, bring 12 of my, my young kings and young queens up to the set, and they did a great job. And it was dope is that my daughter is actually playing the younger Red, which is Brittany in the movie Workout Partner. So how did this uh, movie come to play for you? Let's just say when you guys see the movie, I'm not Red, I'm acting. Um, <laughs> she's right, wild. So the character is she's red. wild. Red is wild. Um, how this came about. So a while ago, I was in LA, and Brian Berry, my last name, I guess, he sent me a message like, hey, are you like my, he knows my parents, because my last name is not, you know, it's common. So, oh my gosh, I didn't know you were actress. If so, I did a movie, I think it was called Hey Mr. Postman. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I would have had you in it. And I'm like, dope. So, Fast forward, you know, what is that called? Nepotism? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Black people can do that too. Right, uh, right, so I knew right. my parents. Yeah. So fast forward, he did a trailer last year for Workout Partners um, to present it to some people. So I was in it. And then he called me and was like, 
hey, yeah, this world's for you. It's rare. Typically, you have to audition. I did audition for the trailer, but it is such a blessing and an amazing feeling when somebody has a role for you and you don't audition for it. My little, oh, my gosh. So super happy. It was my first project since being in high school, doing the plays. In college, I did some plays with the African Community Theater, but it was my first film project in Cleveland. So such a blessing. Mm. So this is different because you actually are a Cleveland native. Yes. So yes. this movie right here is different. Okay, yeah. great, great. And great. I felt I had to leave Cleveland to pursue my film and television career. And I'm just so happy that now people are filming in Cleveland and Ohio. So that's so dope. That's definitely big. That's yeah. big. Okay, so this is an epic, epic production. I can't, I can't wait for it to be released, you Me know. Either. The little parts that I've seen. But I got to say this, and she already know this because she's her. She's used to this. She shut the set down. Everybody like, man, that woman is beautiful. <laughs> oh, it was, I was crying. I was like, <laughs> and then the come on, young kings, like, you're like, you know, so you think I got a shot? <laughs> I was like, go ahead and you see what happened. I was like, so she got, you know, remind me, I thought about Holly Berry. This one made me, because I used to be in love with Holly Berry. So the way they was acting is how I was acting when I was in fifth grade. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was funny. But the movie, Workout Partners, stay tuned for that. I want to go to Kent State. So that's where you got, so Kent State. So, yes. Um, Doctor, what, Fran Dorsey? Yes, yes. Okay, so what would yes. you say the, the best thing you grabbed from that experience? Man, I was a little shy thing. Um, you were shy? Yes, I still am kind of. Like, yeah. and I think acting, I come alive, and the lights are okay. on, I'm like somebody else. It's oh, like so a different... Oh, so you got that, they say, um, alter ego. I, oh, I get alter characters. Alter, we can okay. say alter characters, okay. but I am a bit shy. Um, when I was in college, Fran Dorsey kind of, Dr. Fran Dorsey kind of knocked that out of me a little bit. Okay. It was a play I was in, I think it was called Black Girl, and it was like, I had to cuss. And I was like, I can't, I'm going to get in trouble. He's like, you are grown. Like, you are in college. And I was like, Hold on, you said you going to get in trouble. You was yeah, grown? I was like, because I knew my mom was going to come see the play. Right, like, right. Oh, my mom was crazy. She's like, you ain't going to be cussing up in my college. I'm paying this, you know. Right. So um, he was just t teaching me about acting and about letting it all out on the stage, which I translated to film and television because I was kind of meek and I was kind of like quiet and, you know, yeah, so I really credit that to him. Like, he, at first I put my feelings to her because I was like, but he taught me that toughness of, Getting it, and it prepared me because you have all different type of directors. Some right. that are nice, some that are like, yeah, you know, so, <laughs> yeah. So I learned how to cuss. Thank so, you, Dr. Fran Dorsey. <laughs> you learn how to cuss. <laughs> but you got to understand, the character, it's the character, it's not you. Yes, That's yes. something you said earlier. She's trying to say that Red, we don't know if Red is closer to her personality. She letting y'all know now Red is not her because I guess Red is wild. Well, wait, I still, I mean, I don't, I'm not an avid cusser. You know, I, nobody's right. perfect. But right. back then, I was like 18, 19. I'm like, right. oh, my gosh, I, I got to do this. And my mom and my grandma are going to see this play. And I, right. that's when I, Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> so, courage. One thing about goals, too, you got to have the courage to act on them. Yes. So with you, which is very uh, rare, you said two weeks after you graduated, you went off to L.A. I did. Now, where, where do you credit? What is that? Where does that uh, courage come from? My mother. Okay. I definitely give that credit to her. My mother had me at 15, okay. and she still graduated from college, went mm. on to get her Ph.D. like she wasn't playing. Mm. And I just saw my mom do so much by herself. Now as I'm older, I like kind of have to take a step back, like, okay, especially in a relationship, like, right. I got to let, let him do, let him be a, let him be a, a man. And that's a man. That's, <laughs> a, that's what we got to talk about right there. We don't know what man. Matter of fact, she led to us. So we're going to pause right there because I think that's a problem that's hurting most of our black women, our black queens, because you were forced to be so strong, yes. you know, for so long. And I say, you know, you were forced to, you did what you had to do, but now to the point now you're so independent, so strong that when you got a good man and that natural design is for the man to be the head of the household, you want to be the head of the household. And that's why relationships are not surviving. 
You have to submit. Y'all don't like that word. You have to Communication submit. and childhood trauma and therapy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when, you, and when you're with somebody and you recognize that or if you're with somebody so spiritually inclined, they'll see that. They'll be like, you don't have to be so strong anymore. Right. And so, you know, but some, you got as a man, men have to present that and recognize that and right. see that just like vice versa. So. And I think it's earned too. I think oh, uh, yeah. the situation, you know, being my, we've been together almost, almost 17 years. Oh, we're wow. married uh, seven, we're on eight. Mm-hmm. But um, the communication with me being consistent, she's able to submit because I've been so consistent mm-hmm. as far as my leadership. So now, yeah. even though she is so strong and that's all she's seen between her mother and her actually uh, 14. And but um, but her grandmother just strong women doing it by themselves. So mm-hmm. naturally, that you say it's a natural thing, you know. So it takes wildness to see it and to communicate and to be earned because everybody don't deserve. Ladies, say this: everybody don't deserve that respect. They gotta earn it. So right. gotta earn it. But that's very very important for as relationships. Okay, so big shout out to your mom. You know, yeah. for definitely being a. And she and she was, you know, she had dreams, and I feel like a lot of her dreams were deferred because she had me so early. Right. So, uh, you know, I'm just like, just trying to do the things she couldn't do. Okay. So I just did it, and I left, and it's crazy. I was 21 in LA by myself. Ooh. By myself. Ooh. Like, yeah, I just look back at it like, wow, that's crazy. Looking at these kids nowadays, right. they, be, they be scared. Yeah, you gotta, don't be scared, y'all. Don't be scared. <laughs> don't be scared. But you got to be fearless. You know, I talk yeah. about, you know, you got to be, you got to go, you got to be relentless. Yeah. You know, it was, um, it was scary as far as with me, the first annual um, Teen Career Day. Because when we did the budget, my wife would be going numbers. So she's like, let's do we know what we got to raise. So she said uh, it was like um, $10,000, $12,000 to be exact. But I told him, I got a wife, four kids, I'm the provider. Um, not rich yet. You know, I got a little something about going to the academy students watching. So they be waiting for me to make the announcement. I told them to almost two years ago. I think in the inner city, um, they look at success as either got to be an athlete, entertainer, or a drug dealer. So I wanted to show them as a motivational brand, you become a multimillionaire. So I told them when I become a millionaire, I'm going to give everybody $10,000. Listen, to that, speaking on that, mm-hmm. I am not just an actress because okay. actors, most actors are broke. They don't okay. make money. <laughs> okay. I mean, like a percentage. Um, mm-hmm. You got to set up, like I set up an LLC. So when I get paid, I get paid directly to my LLC. It's better tax write-offs, different multiple streams of income. I do brand. Um, so for instance, you know, TikTok is big right now. So right. like I'll be the face of the brand. I'll make some videos, do some content creation. I get paid for Instagram posts. So whatever you're doing, sometimes you see someone, you don't know the behind the scenes, right. like all the other things that they're doing to sustain financially. Um, yeah. So go to school. I told y'all before, like, I didn't want to go to college. My mom made me. I went on and got my MBA with a concentration in marketing. I learned how to market myself as an actor and now in this generation of social media on how to build a brand and build multiple streams of income. So, and she has yeah. told you as far as multiple streams. That's very, very important because actually the goal for me was really just motivational speaking. My mentoring program allowed me to leave corporate America. And I got a lot of multiple streams and I'm just helping me as um, the, my speaking career really takes off. So... That's very powerful. You just don't know all the behind the scenes. And but, your day your day job, I looked at it before when I worked a nine five, that my day job was the investment for my dreams. Like don't right. get stuck. Don't work a nine to five. Like that's not it. If you have right. something else to do, use that money, save that money, stack it, figure out like you're talking about budgeting, mm-hmm. how you can fund what you really want to do, your passion, so that you can be happy. God didn't put us here to be miserable. I tell mm-hmm. everybody that. Say, say that again. <laughs> God did not put us here to be miserable. We're so what, okay to love what we do. So what that means is not even just a thing for us what you love to do, but it's important that don't be connected to anybody that sucked the life out of you. Oh gosh. You yes, know? Yes. And the problem is that people let that word love blind you or that word family, 
You know, sometimes family do you worse than somebody you just met <laughs> in the street. So anything that, that takes away that peace, that happiness, you know, like this, you got to love people from a distance. Yeah. But she said it. Happiness. And happiness. Crabs in a barrel, too. Oh, man. That... So soon, people love it when you're on that plight to success. They are down. Once they start seeing it, and it's sometimes, like, not purposeful is crabs in a barrel so you think about crabs and it's that one crab that finally get out right and them other crabs be trying to pull you back down with them because they're like no we, we like seeing your journey but we don't want you out because we still here so you really have to recognize that with people and you gotta unfortunately in your your walk to success cut people off got to you gotta be self selfish in order to be selfless Ooh, say that again look at that bar <laughs> look at that bar look at her you have to be self ish in order to be selfless because if you don't have nothing like if you don't have nothing how you gonna give all them people ten thousand dollars if you don't make it yourself if you don't build it up yourself so sometimes you don't gotta sometimes cut people off forever but on your journey if they're not bringing you peace if you're on the phone with somebody and they're stressing you out and you get off that phone and you feel bad those aren't people you need to talk to Bottom line, mm -hmm. bottom line. So I hope y'all really um, press the rewind button and digest all these jewels that was dropped. Because she was definitely talking. She was definitely talking. So I got to ask you this. I got to ask you this. Right. So um, this was dope. So you got to tell the people what this is. N-A-F-C-A. Oh, gosh, what's that stand for? So what you basically say is the African Oscars. Yes, I don't know what it's that. It's like the national something. But I used to do, I did a Nollywood film. So Nollywood okay. is the Nigerian Hollywood. Okay. And that was my first leading lead in a film. Okay. Don't Google it, guys. It wasn't my best performance. Uh, acting classes, remember. Okay, Google it. You got to see the process. So Google it, and you're going to see Workout Partners see how far she came. But I was nominated for a Best Actress Award, and that was something that solidified my journey early on. Mm. So, you know, just like in school, you make honor roll, you get good grades. So I was right. in this film that I wasn't the proudest of. Um, it was the first time it took me international, too. We premiered it in Haiti. Okay. Um, so the director was Haitian, so it was super dope. It was a leading, same as Van Baker. He's a big Nollywood actor. So I was nervous because he's like, they're Denzel Washington over there. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was playing opposite of him. But um, I got nominated, and actually I won an award. And I'm like, okay, God, yeah. This, That's what's up. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. That's you know? what's up. So, yeah. And also, we got to talk about this before I get you out of here. So I believe health is wealth. You know, yes. so we got the pink methods. National infomercial. Yes. So that was a few years ago. Um, so the Pink Method, I believe, was created by Dr. Phil's son. Okay. And I had just lost my aunt. And I had gained, like, 40 pounds. I was Ooh. the heaviest of my life. I was eating, depressed. And this opportunity came about, the Pink Method. And it really helped me in my adult fitness journey. Because, you know, when you're younger, you can eat whatever. Your metabolism right. is crazy. But at that point, I could not lose weight. Like, it was terrible. So Pink Method, um, it was an infomercial, but it was also a journey where they paired me up with the trainer. Um, I figured out how to eat well, to work out, to li not live to eat, but to eat to live. And it really helped out. I was on Dr. Phil, the doctor's TV show. So I started being a spokes spokesperson for this Pink Method and women's fitness. Um, but that carries on into today. Like I just always, you gotta, you're not gonna feel good. Your body's a temple. Like if you're not yeah. eating it well, if you're not working out, that also helps and contributes to the decline of mental health. Like you right. gotta take care of your body. So yeah. Yeah, health is wealth, and it transfers every aspect of your life. Yes. You know? Because with me, my day starts really at four ten every morning. But oh, not mine. We got workout classes. <laughs> workout classes at five a.m. <laughs> so workout classes five a.m. But I'm at four ten every day. So Monday through Thursday, Monday through Friday, five a.m. workout. Saturday we got the 
Psycho and boot camp back to back. So that's seven and eight. But yeah, that routine. But it's a great way to start your day and uh, you feel better. You feel good about yourself. So it's very, very important. They say if you look great, you feel great. If you feel great, you do great. So yeah. definitely, definitely take pride in your health. So before you before you walk out of here, give the people your social media information so they can stay connected with you. Definitely. So it's at Brittany Maytee on everything. So that's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-M-A-Y-T-I. Okay, and last question. This is Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. So I have to ask you this. How important are goals to you? Goals are the most important. Set goals, and it feels so good when you achieve them. Once you achieve them, set new goals and keep going. That's about life. That's right. That's right. So I appreciate y'all tuning into the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. Have a great life. I'm talking about life, life. And the key to having a successful life is your daily routine. Your daily routine will dictate your future, so make sure that you're setting yourself up to win. Everybody can't go. She talked about the crabs in the barrel, so choose yourself. You have to be self-ish to be selfless. Did I say it right? You said it right. I got it, because I'm a go-getter, and you're a go-getter. So, I love and believe in you, and always remember, always remember, always remember, only person that can stop you is you. Yes. It's the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. Stay excited and stay connected. www.jblackinspires.com.